This show is part of the Darkmore Podcast Network. To join our community Discord or see more content from our members, visit darkmorepodcasts.com. Yessi, and I play Grimton Steadyhand, a fighter, paladin of Bahamut, special legionnaire of the Pandominion, and revolutionary in the Red Caves. And this is Advantage. Last time in episode 2.65, the Unknown Associates continued their raid on Baldo Keep. C-Squad has been captured, and A-Squad is focusing on getting them free. Our heroes, B-Squad, attempt to rescue innocents and rig the arcane battery to blow with a remote detonator. Oh, and somewhere in the battle so far, Ulrich planted a magic bean. And that's what we'll pick up. As you leave the bodies in the ensouling chamber, we're picking up on Alaris, Morlinde, and Ulrich, who have gone north into the darkest depths of Maldo Keep's ensouling assembly. Alright, let me go to the map. We ran north. We're in the ground level minus three. Yeah. So we are looking for our, our friends, and we are looking for a place to drop the Bomb. You say out loud? We're not technically looking for our friends. We're yeah, set the bomb first. So we need to figure out what the best place to set the bomb is. It's probably in the insulin chamber itself, is what I would assume. Well, now, what about the power distribution? There's two power distributions. There's one in the north and one in the south. Mm-hmm. We'll start um, from the right side, uh, where the cargo elevator is. And then, and then turning back around. Up and then just go all the way to the other cargo elevator. As you, you go off to explore, you run through some rooms, not paying any attention, just trying to map out the place until you reach the dead end of the cargo elevator. In this room is a bunch of opened crates. That's the first thing that hits you. And you realize just how incredibly humid it is. Y'all have been in the steamy room of the ensouling chamber, and you realize now that you're just dripping in sweat. You see in inside these opened crates... Sawdust used this packing material that is littering the floor, which is also absorbing the vapors of the steam and then kind of clumping together. You who can read Dwarven understand labels on these boxes. Those labels are torso, legs, heads, eyes, so on and so forth, etc., etc. There's a box on steel casters that you recognize from the strike at Hawa Rum labeled hands. Um, most of these boxes still have at least a few parts in them. Why? I mean... Those are the parts of the Warforged, yes. Why haven't they been all used in the Warforged? Maybe some are defective? Give me an investigation check as you look oh, around. Man. <sighs> Base roll is a five. Mine too, uh, not good. 26. Grimton, you can enter this room whenever you so please. Yeah, I have an eight total. A uh, seven? Alaris, the only empty box here is the hand box. All the other boxes have parts in them still. Only the hand box is completely empty. Like, what are the other boxes? Legs, eyes, heads, torsos, etc. Maybe they go through more hands? Sorry. You don't think they're just, like, putting these on people, do you? Give me an insight check. 15. The handbox is empty because the soul forgers made every last warforged that they could before the troops moved. And the strike at Hawarum meant that they didn't have enough hands to fit all the torsos and the other body parts that they had ready uh, to build. I think this is related to the strike in Hawarum. Oh yeah, forgot um, about that. Yeah, I think that that probably they probably couldn't get enough hands to use all the rest of the parts. That makes sense. I think this particular cargo elevator heads up to the prison level, so this that would probably be where you would find where we would find Echo, 
but is the opposite side of the insoling fodder, which is the people that we are trying to save. Yes. Um, I also have some bad news. So the remote detonator. Yeah. Yeah. The one that y'all made. Yeah. Um, Marge has it. Uh, I think at this point, the rest of the party probably hears from the direction they came. A lot of shelves being knocked over and clattering and smashing. As Grimton has entered one of the enchanting supply rooms and is just kind of wreaking havoc. That's the, the one that has all the uh, amethyst, amethyst heart. hearts in it. Yeah. Uh, do we want to go investigate that sound? Yeah, that's probably Grimton. I mean, it's <laughs> probably fine. Quick distraction. Yeah, what's the bad news? Marge has it. Uh, wait, well, that means we have to go find her then, yeah? You, you like, the Marge that's, like, not here? The Marge that, that is that here, Marge? but might be kidnapped, or might be I mean, but, prisoner. like, not, like, right here in the room with us? Yeah. That one? Okay. But as long as we save Marge, the remote de- detonator can be, you know, So before yeah, is- Just oh, as long man. as Marge isn't dead... It should be fine. Well, if Marge is captured, then... As long as, as, long as we, you it know... It could also be where the teleportation circle is. Marge might have left it. She might have already finished it and put it down. There's a good chance that it's just... A lot of up. I don't know going around right now. Yeah. That's why we're going to focus on the positives. We're, we're here. There's not any guards around currently right now. Oh, my goodness. You know, let's just... If y'all want to keep exploring... Here's the battery. I'll go up two floors and I'll get the, I'll get the remote detonator and I'll be back. Uh, all by yourself? Yeah, that's fine. All right. Have you guys set up the detonator yet? <clears throat> well, here's the thing, Grimton. Uh, Alaris neglected to mention that we're missing a critical aspect of this mission. Not missing, just misplaced. That is the same thing. You said synonyms. But we know where it is in theory. In theory. Okay, what's the situation? We don't have the remote detonator. Marge has it. Or Marge left it, maybe. Marge has it? As Marge in, previously had it, as and that is the last known whereabouts. Marge not in the room with us, Marge? Yeah, that Marge, that's what I said. Marge not in the room with us, the Deathbringer? <laughs> <laughs> alright, alright. Is she with the prisoners? We don't know. I, that, I can teleport. Yes? yes. Sure, sure. So, therefore, you all continue doing this down here. Explore, wreak havoc. Here's the battery. Set it up. You know, so on and so forth. I'll just go up two floors, check the teleportation circle, grab the remote detonator, and come back. And if it's not there, and if it's not there, then I'll just come back. Shouldn't you at least take one other person? Fine. Like, one. Who wants to come with me? That's fine. Can you teleport them with you when you teleport? Because if not, then you should low-key go by yourself. I can bring along one other person. Can't you just use the elevator? Alright, rock, paper, scissors. Who's going with Loris? Not it. Uh, between the two of you, because I'm gonna... If if we're gonna stay down here anyway, I'm just gonna destroy as much as I can with my hands. I'll go with Loris. Why not use your axe or sword or something? That'd probably be more efficient than your... It's more satisfying this way. I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Alright, well, give me the battery. All right, here you go. All right, Alaris, I'm coming with you. All right. One of you had pressed the button. Ulrich and I will go up two floors and see what's up. Mm-hmm. Orlinde and Grimton will continue to explore down here. At that moment, the elevator, ding. Alaris and I definitely have a, well, it's not awkward, but it's just like a weird moment of levity in the middle of this as we just, you know, quietly ride the elevator up two floors. <laughs> just like, mm-hmm. I, mean, I imagine some like, do, 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 You know, that fight went surprisingly well, all things considered. I mean, I did great. <laughs> Hard cut below. All right, what do you want to destroy next? You hear a large crashing from the ensouling chamber. Great. And the the sound of a large beast going. Are you kidding? Well, maybe we should hop in the elevator too. I have to go look at what that is first. Yeah. Can you identify what that was based on its mating call? Sure. Let me try. <laughs> Can I roll for like animal handling? <laughs> 
Yep. <laughs> oh my god, why are my rolls so bad? All right, you don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <laughs> you peek around the corner. I'm going to say Grimton for some reason. <laughs> you you know what this creature is. It's called a boulette. Oh, a boulette. This thing is much bigger than I thought it was. This boulette is the result of Oryx Bean. <laughs> Um, and has been crawling its way up through the realm of elemental steam in this uh, planar pipe that runs down below. What the? As you look into the ensouling chamber, this large monstrosity, kind of like a, a strange cross between a shark, a mole, and a giant giant toad. Hold on, spell it. Uh, B-U-L-E-T-T-E. Yeah, this thing ain't little. It's like it's like uh, the thing from Tremors. It's got legs, legs, though. Has crashed itself up through the grates down to the realm of elemental steam. Where did this come from? <laughs> uh, we're gonna hard cut. The elevator doors open at floor minus one. Uh, stealth. Yeah, give me stealth rolls. All right, bet. That's an eight. Great. Get good. Hold on. My base roll's a 14. Uh, that's going to be 22. Cool. Um, so we'll go, uh, down the hall. You, you, you see that many of the doors, most of the doors are, uh, are cracked and opened into their closets on either side of this hallway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's... Somebody doing some investigation, trying to figure out what the heck was going on here. And when, at the sound of uh, the the elevator dinging, a dwarven that neither of you can understand, he hollers back something that, uh, with an insight roll. Uh, six. Nine. That neither of you can uh, distinguish the, the, the tone of, really. But when you come around the corner, the guard does not have their sword drawn and is, uh, like, looking in one of the closets. Auric, with that 22, you stay sufficiently hidden. But Alaris, with your 8, he turns and sees you and reaches out his hand and says in common, You, stop! Attack! Uh, Roll initiative. We've got two combats going on here. You think I'm going to combat what? that big-ass well, thing? <laughs> fair point. Yeah, that, the thing, the whole point of that was to just <laughs> ruin everything down there. Well, you, you done did it. Though, admittedly, there's a, like, at some point go look at the list of the things this bag of beans can do. Yeah, that's, that was, like, not even close to as bad as it could be. No, or is, or is silly. Give me initiative rolls. 10. 13. Wait, me and Grimton too? Yeah, let's go ahead and have y'all on initiative as well for safekeeping. This is 7. 11. All right, here we go. Uh, we're going to start with upstairs. The guard saying, you, stop. Uh, Auric, it's your turn, plus you have ambuscade. I can see this dude who is telling Alaris what to do. Yes. He can't see me, right? You have sufficiently hidden yourself somewhere. Where exactly are we standing? At the first corner, about where the number six is on your map. This guy is in... Farther down that hallway. Was his door the only one that was, like, cracked? No, all of them are cracked. Okay. It looks as though someone has been going through it. You don't know if it was him or another person. So I don't have like some kind of reference for like how many people might be in here. Correct. I'm going to hit this guy with ensnaring strike. He's got to make a strength save. Well, first I got to hit it. Or you got to hit him first. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't a great base roll, but I add a fair amount to it. 15? 15 will not hit. Armor class 16 on these uh, studded leathered and shield bodies. I'm going to try again. Same, same business. Yeah. There we go. 19. First arrow whizzes past him, and he didn't see where it comes from. Uh, He's like, oh, what? And then turns to see this other one embed itself into his shoulder. Rapid Well, now you gotta do the Uh, saving throw, I guess. There's a strength save. 10 plus 4, 14. All right, Ty's gonna go to you. Uh, Magical vines sprout up around him from the point where the arrow hits, and uh, his arms are bound and he cannot use his uh, sword. I'm going to run up to him and gag his mouth 
He can't talk or scream or anything. Uh, he did get a couple of words off, though, you'll remember. Mm-hmm. It will be the guard's turn. Takes the, the d6 first. Yeah, we'll take the d6. You can go ahead and roll that. Six! Get wrecked. And what, how much damage did you do on that first hit? Oh, I don't think I actually rolled damage. <laughs> I don't think you did either. Nine. <laughs> a six and a nine? Nice. <laughs> I'll let you bind bind him on the next turn, but to, to try to do that on this particular six seconds is asking a lot, Steven. That's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely now within melee range of him, though. I'm attempting, I'm beginning the attempt of uh, gagging him. I'll let you push him over as a bonus action. If you haven't already used that. Sure, okay, yeah, I'll do that. I haven't. <laughs> He's now prone. We would be at Alaris in that combat, but we're going to cut downstairs to this large beast wrecking shop in the ensouling chamber. The boulette is going crazy down here. Do y'all want to ignore it? I don't think that it will be able to pursue you down a hallway. Morlinde? This looks a little above our pay grade. I don't get paid. Why? What? What happened? Why is that thing here? That's a great question. Uh, do we still need to set up the battery here? Yeah. With that thing? Let's worry about that later. And let's go find Alaris and Aldrich. Okay, at least let's get back down the hallway, yes? Yeah, let's go to... I'm assuming we can make it to the elevator. elevator. So you jog through pre-assembly rooms, which clearly take limbs and attach them together on magnets suspended from the ceiling. Uh, You see a chart on the wall that shows a process. Uh, Head first, then torso and hips, uh, legs and arms. Fine work is added uh, in the first room that you come across, the second of the two. So so that fine work includes stuff like eyes, hands and feet. Uh, If it weren't for the diagrams on the wall, you'd have trouble understanding it all because it's there's no semi-completed work still out. Nothing in the shop is being assembled. It's just empty, like ghostly empty. Why is it empty? Well, we know they have an army and they're marching like north, but I think they built as much as they could and just shipped it out. So y'all go to the elevator and press the little button? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few seconds later, there's a, a bing, and the elevator doors open, and you get this strange, calm serenity of the elevator music as you go up. <laughs> Meanwhile, Alaris, it's your turn. All right. The guard is on the ground, prone and ensnared. Cool. Blade song. Attack with advantage. We don't necessarily have to kill him. That's why I restrained him. <laughs> Twenty-five to hit. <laughs> it hits. Eleven damage. Attack again. Non-lethal force. Uh, 23 to hit, 8 damage. At this point, somebody wearing officer's bars comes from around the corner and be like, well, Hey, what? You stop! And draws their sword and uh, shield from their back. They were clearly investigating farther down as well. And attacks the most obvious one, Alaris. Gets three melee attacks. First attack is a 7 plus... Seven. Fourteen to hit? No. He swings and you definitely dodge out of the way with your grace of blade song. He swings again trying to hit you. Fifteen uh, to hit? No. It's closer this time, but he misses again as you dodge. And then <laughs> another fourteen to hit? Missing again as he just can't seem to land a strike. Man. He, lost his he just glasses. like whiffed it. Yeah. At this point, you hear ding. Morlinde and Grimton hear combat coming from down the hall. Man, we just can't catch a break. Morlinde, it's your turn. Do you take your turn to run toward the sound of fighting? Yes, the elevator dings. The door opens up, and I'm assuming I see Alaris fighting the the captain guy. While the guard is on the ground, yeah. Okay, then I'm actually not going to attack anything yet. I'm just going to say, what is happening? Combat! Grimton, <laughs> do you expend your movement to get to this fight? I sure do. Can I get to the officer that's engaged Alaris? Normally, I would make you do a attack of opportunity, but the guard can't make one right now. All right, I take my sword out. Sword drawn. That's a 25 to hit. That's a lot of damage. It's not. (laughs) Eight damage. Second attack, 19 to hit. 
Armor class is 16. He's only wearing studded leather. 20 damage. That was almost max damage. And then going to say something in Dwarven. You can take your friend and leave with your lives if you drop your arms. You can get out of here. Otherwise, you're gonna die. I wish I spoke Dwarvish. Give me a persuasion check with disadvantage. Sure. 11. At three quarters of his health, he's not near ready to give in to a command like that. I warned you. So he's going to continue to try and hit. Ulrich, your turn. Man, I don't know, because I got this one dude restrained, and I just kind of want him to stay there. Mm-hmm. I kind of, if anything, I want to scoot back a, a smidge. Okay. Uh, hit him with an arrow. All right. Nothing special, just a normal attack. On the captain, not the guard? The one that is standing. The captain. For 20... They hit. Okay. Ow. Seven damage for the first one, and I'm going to attack a second time. All of these attacks for a little while are going to be a, an emphasis on non-lethal damage. All right. 20 to hit. 11 damage. It will be the restrained guard's turn. I'm going to take damage from its snaring strike, correct? Correct. Roll that d6. Four. I'll write that down. He rolled a six for trying to get out. It will not work. Attack the captain. That's a 20 to hit. That'll be 11 damage. Second attack. 24 to hit. Uh, 12 damage. Y'all are putting some serious work into this guy. It'll be the captain's turn, and he's going to reconsider. Mm. <laughs> Good plan, that. When, when that first command was given, he was still at three-quarters health, and now he's at one-third. Um, sufficiently, <laughs> not just bloodied, but also battered, he's going to drop his sword, kneel, and raise his shield up. He's merely an enlisted captain. I, re- I really like how he was like, no, nah, I'm going to fight this. And then it was like, it's like, okay, all right, all right, that's good. Sing and, and Dwarven, please, spare me, spare us. Whose turn is it? It will be Morlinde's turn. Guys, there's a, 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 a giant monster downstairs. I think we might have something more important than these officer guys. Yeah, there's a freaking boulette down there. What the hell is that about? What boulette? It's enormous. Yeah, no idea. How strange. Uh, Ulrich, you make the connection, but keep it to yourself. <laughs> Out of curiosity, because I don't remember it's been a while since we got these beans, I know I have magical beans, and I know that they do weird stuff, uh-huh. but, like, I, do, I don't have, no, like, you don't, you Ulrich don't have a doesn't have to access to the list of what of what chaos can be sown, so I definitely realize that it's probably my fault. Yeah, but don't know exactly how it happened or why. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, at the moment, I'm just gonna keep that to myself, like, yeah, that's that's wild. Think we can set the charge still, though? Like, it's going to make it a lot more difficult. You do still need that detonator. Yes. Yeah. So what are we doing? Are we tying these people up seven them in the storeroom? Sounds good. Do you think they know more of the, the uh, what you call it, prisoners are? Well, they're one floor below us. We know where the prisoners are. Well, okay, that's a whole floor, though. Like, I mean, do we remember the map well enough? Which prisoners? He says in common. Which prisoners are you talking? You would have taken them tonight. Earlier tonight. Echo. All of them, really. Tonight? Yeah. They're below you. Yep. One floor. There's a whole mess of guards. A whole mess of guards. Everybody else is there. Do you have any uh, longer term residents here? Aye. All right. It also depends on what you're talking about. Those that are destitute and those that are here politically. He would have been here politically. Do you know of an Echo... Ormain, yes. Yes, Ormain. Where is he? He be there too. How many guards? At least a dozen. <laughs> isn't isn't that A Squad's job though? Yes. Yeah, that's totally okay. A Squad. Okay. Okay. So, okay. so we're gonna lock them up in a room. Yep. So we're gonna tie them up, lock them in a room. Yeah. Close them in a room. We're gonna lock the door. Yes, the we're door. gonna lock the door. I don't want them to starve to death They're in not, there. Someone will find I don't want them. them to starve to death. This is the storehouses. Put them in a room. We're with about food. to blow them up. Whoa! The captain was was about to stand up and go to a room, and then he heard Grimton say, "But we're about to blow them up." Yeah. So I don't want to lock you in a room. Calm down. I told you you'd leave with your life. We want to blow up the building. We don't want to hurt anybody. If you're about to blow this place, how can I help? Uh, you seem oddly eager to help. How can I help me escape? There's a lot of people here who are just doing their job. Yeah. And we're not trying to see them hurt or killed necessarily. If, if it's not clear, we're not on your side here. And we are trying to, to really uh, wreak a lot of havoc here. But like, 
I don't know. I've had my fill of killing lately, so I'd rather do a little less. What you could do, get as many of those guards out of there as possible. If you can, open up some of those cells. Which cells? The destitute folks. All, all of them. them. Literally all of them. Our bottom line is to not have as many of you in here as possible when we blow this place up. And and make no mistake, like, is it, we're not the only ones here. So, like, <laughs> if you stop just us, you're not stopping this plan. The best thing you can do is get everybody that wants to live out of here. I will have no hope if we, he says, nodding to the guard on the ground and then reaching down and beginning to take a sword to rip at the vines of ensnaring strike. We will have no hope if we enter the political cells. There's nobody with those that are destitute. But where do we go? Right quick, uh, I want ensnaring strike is a concentration, so I just I release the. All right, he's the guy. He, he's tr- he's trying to saw at it with a sword, and then they disappear. But where do we go? Where are safe? Uh, as, as far away far from away here as possible. possible. Yeah, genuinely, really couldn't tell you how far is safe. Just as far as you can get. You and anybody who wants to live can make it through that teleportation circle. Whoa, he, we, we didn't say that part out loud yet. Uh, Grimton did. Looks like he just did. Listen very clearly to what I'm saying. Myself and all my comrades are willing to die here to bring down this keep. So this thing is going down whether you're in it or not. And whether you want to live today is totally up to you. If you come with us, we will see you alive um, even after we get out of here. If we get out of here. There's no if. We're getting out. <laughs> Aye. Okay. Alric uh, reaches forward for like a little fist bump. He timidly responds. Cool. I give him a snowman while I'm at it, and then we go. What's your name? Hammerfield. Commander Hammerfield. You you see his bars. Captain Hammerfield. What is this teleportation circle you're speaking of? Uh, you'll see as we go. Come on. We got stuff to do. Uh, and you lead him farther into, into the storage area where he already was and was trying to check? Yep. Yep. You open up finally the biggest storeroom, which had some stuff barricaded in front of it. You could tell that C-Squad, when they were leaving, did think ahead to, like, make it difficult to get to. So you got to move all that garbage out of the way. Garbage. I'm sorry. That was really wide of me. <laughs> um, Detritus. So you, you, you open it up, and there in the middle is a glowing teleportation circle. It is fully cooked, glowing with magic. There in the center is a dish from last night's mess. Cool. Do we see a detonator-looking device? There on the ground is a detonator-looking okay. device. It is Goodness. attached to the cable. Okay. Uh, there's a sticky note on it that says, make sure to give to Alaris. <laughs> Well, there you go, Laris. Guess that worked out. There we go. See, easy peasy. Let's go. Wait, 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 wait. Teleportation circle. Where does it go? Far away. Uh, far enough away to make you safe. Don't worry about that yet, though. All right, he goes in and disappears. All right, fair enough. Oh, God. I thought it was a thing where you had to, like, do it all at once. I didn't think it was just, like, a portal. Nope. You go in, it's a portal. Teleportation circles are just back and forth. This one is a one-way thing, so he can't come back. Oh, God, he's really taking his chances. Yeah, damn. But I would like to, before he, the other guy goes, and be like, listen, you're going to want our company before you do that. I'm just letting you know. That or, like, doff any sort of uh, Hadorthian garb you have on he you. He strips. He strips immediately. Cool. Let them know that you're non-combatant when you get to the other side. I will take nothing. In his skivvies, goes through the teleportation circle and disappears. Now, you do know after he disappears, that there's nobody at the bivouac right now. <laughs> Fair enough. No worries. Should be fine. All right, you've got this whole floor to yourself. This is the storage area for the keep. Well, cool. Let, let's go... we uh, got to set the bomb and find the people. And then check in on C-Squad. Hey, friends, it's Joe. So glad you're here with us for episode 2.66. The raid so far has been very combat-focused, but with only a skeleton crew of Herdurthian enemies mustered at the keep, there's hardly anyone left to fight. Here in a sec, the episode will severely shift in tone as the Unknown Associates continue their mission to complete their objective. Huge thank yous to everyone who's made this show possible. 
especially this week. Thank you to Orman Audio. The elevator music became a reoccurring bit for the episode. And while I was editing, I asked Steven if he could quickly write a bit of music. And he was able to pump that out in literally a day. It's goofy and fun and perfect. Um, more seriously, we would love your financial support. If you can contribute what you can uh, at patreon.com slash advantage you get tiered rewards based on what you're able to pledge. You'll be able to unlock uh, a lot of the background stuff like my show notes or the floor plan of the keep that they're in right now that Jonah made. Um, after every session, the cast does a breakdown of our experiences in a special Patreon show that we call Inspiration. At many tiers, you're able to sit and watch the show live with us, and at our highest tier, you'll be able to join the cast every three months or so to record the disadvantaged episodes that take place in our world. This show is made possible by all of our continuing patrons. That's Brian, Thor, Dan Bauer, Jonah, Lucia, Callahan, and Daniel Tan. Your support keeps us going. Thank you. If you want to get in touch with us, our handle for all social media is at AdvantageDnd. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, all that. Thanks to everybody who's recently left reviews on Apple Podcasts or whatever app you use. Anyone who's played a tabletop RPG will say that they're unlike any other medium available. The experiential possibilities are endless, and that's what we're here to examine. Welcome to Dragon Mind, a tabletop discussion podcast brought to you by Incendium D&D. We're here to look through the infinite lenses of TTRPGs to discover our best selves through gaming. Gaming doesn't have to just be an escape. It can help revolutionize your reality. Available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. All right, let's get back to the show. Thank you. Back down two floors. Yeah, why don't... Oh, you just said there was a big monster, monster down, down there. there. Okay, yeah, we can go... F- we can probably figure that out. Bing! The doors open, and you are once again at the bottom of the cargo elevators at ground level minus three. You hear the, the, the rumblings and... of a large creature. Let's go to number six. On the north side. There is a large, whirring, pneumatic machine. Give me an arcana check. 18. Uh, 14. 22. 11. All of you, even Grimton at the 11, you can tell that the, the machines here are technological and pneumatic mastery, but they're largely mundane in themselves. Like somehow they are drawing energy as it, like, imagine an expanding bellows creating an, a, a, a negative space to uh, to draw the steam in and then pulling it up into a pipe somewhere else and you can tell that in in these mechanisms the the pipes so some go down toward the ensouling chamber and some of them look like they disappear up the channel and go to power other machinery throughout the keep but it is a master work. Alaris and Grimton, uh, give me some fun history checks. Some fun, fun history. history checks? Yeah, I'll, I have just normal history on my sheet. 20 for fun history. 15. Uh, Grimton, you know this on a on like a, a, a base level growing up with uh, pneumatic machines um, in your minds. And Alaris, you learned this somewhere in your uh, language courses. You remember that a, a strange l- lingual connection in an ancient language, probably draconic, you remember. Pneuma refers to two things, both breath and spirit. Pneumatic systems of steam derive their name from air pressure, giving them a semblance of quote-unquote life. And the steam is their breath and their spirit. And in this case, um, the breath of the warforged. What about the spirit of the Warforged? Is is there is there anything there? Authentic there, you wonder. Man. Man, I know we're like working against him right now, but that's a damn fine well-made machine right there. I kind of feel bad. Yeah, it's nice. Let's go to the end of the hallway. I'm going to shoot a fireball at it. <laughs> All right, so you go to the end of the hallway, close to where this horrible-looking 
Boulette is uh, still jumping around to launch a fireball at it. Is that right? It's like, like that hallway where three slash go over to two is. I'm just going to shoot a fireball down the hallway towards six. Sure. Why? To try to blow it up. Oh, the hallway. Just in case something goes wrong. And you're launching fireball at it? Yeah, I'm launching fireball at the uh, power thing. It's going to save, and it's going to save with advantage. <laughs> Despite it being a machine. Sure, that's fine. It rolled a two and a 19. This thing is around hot stuff, and the flame does nothing but, like, dissipate around it. You're going to have to attack it with something else that's not flame-based. You're saying it just doesn't work. That's fine. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Cool. All right, no worries. Do you have this arcane battery still strapped around your shoulder? No, I gave it to Merlinda. I have it. All right, can we just leave it here and run? Or do we... We want to put some charges on it or something, probably. Like, just to be on the safe side. And put, like, just leave all of our charges kind of around in various areas. All right. Sure. The problem is, is we do need to deal with this bullet. Um, I don't know that we have why? to deal with it. We just got to get this thing set up as close to the insulin chamber as we can. No, we have to deal with the bullet because we have to go through the insulin chamber to get to the other side of the complex so we can go up a floor and save the insulin fod. Yeah, but it seems so. That's not our job. Yeah. So we have to go through the insulin chamber to get to the other one so we can go up before and save the insulin fodder. Unless we want to go all the way up to the top floor and then go back down. I mean, we don't have to save the insulin fodder, however. I mean, that was our secondary objective. If we don't want to save them and doom them to being blown to bits, that's fine, I guess. But I would prefer to not. Like, wasn't that A-Squad's job or was that just getting Echo? No, no that, that was, was our, our part job. of our job. Oh, okay. It was originally part of C-Squad's job, but then they went and got oh, the we got it. Right, right, right. No, you're right. Do you think we can calm it down? I really just don't want to fight a monster. <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. If we go through once, we're on the bottom floor, right? Yeah. We're going through to set a charge. All the prisoners and stuff... They also have to come back the same way. Yeah. yeah. Well, why? Way. We can't. We can't go up. It's faster to go down and across than it is to go all the way up to the ground floor. And there's probably less guards because we already killed all the guards on this floor. So we're going up one floor, getting them, coming back down, going over, and then going up and leaving. Okay. As opposed to going all the way up to the ground floor, over, and then all the way mm -hmm. back down. Um, Thanks yeah. for putting this bullet in the way, Ulrich. So we can just kill the bullet. Bite the bullet, as it were. Aha! And continue on our way. Okay. All right, let's do it. The good news is, it can't get to you. Yeah. So I'm just gonna shoot a fireball at it. <laughs> it's stomping around. All right, kill this thing. It's a 16 deck save. That's gonna be 40 damage. Uh, it rolled a four. And then I'll just shoot firebolts at it until it dies. <laughs> After the fireball, it went down to 54 hit points. How many firebolts can you loose? It's a cantrip, so I can just shoot him. Oh, damn. oh great. Nice. Okay. So I'll just shoot firebolts at it until it dies. Just pew, 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 pew. I know I've, like, literally killed people, but this feels unusually cruel, Alaris. Um, well... <laughs> what am I supposed to do? I know, I know, like... Yeah, yeah we're just standing here while he's just like... It's really unfortunate this thing just kind of sprouted up from the ground or something. Yeah. From nothing. Yeah. Actually, I'll, I'm gonna retcon. I don't want to cast fireball. I'm just gonna shoot it with firebolts until it dies. There's no reason for me to shoot the use the fireball. But all right, now we'll go through the room. Poor guy. He's just having a a bad time. The remains of an insulting chamber. Why were they keeping this big monster in here anyway? Could have been anything. As this large monster lays dead in the uh, the center of the ensuing chamber, this is your first time to be in this room without a large conflict. It is a large chamber with a complicated floor. Two grates protect you from hot white orange glow down below the floor. A fissure of some sort connects to a power source below you. The ground that the beast lays on is a huge steel circle embedded into the concrete floor. Carved into it, gouged, are some runes. Elemental runes. Terribly arcane magic that is firstly primordial in nature. The lofted magnetic rack that 
uh, is supposed to hold up the warforged golems leads to the center. The tall conical chamber of the chimney of the factory where you had entered. As you knew from almost the instant you landed, this is the ensouling chamber. Give me an arcana check. Grimton, you can do it with advantage. You got a nat 20. Nat 20. Oh. Wow. That's where the good rolls are. I got a 19. And 13. Yeah. Everybody except Grimton, somehow. <laughs> you know that this is elemental magic is being performed here, was performed here by the Soul Forgers. You understand that they are not creating life, that they are taking souls from the dwarven amethysts and corrupting them with the magic from the elemental chaos. The Numa from the realm of elemental steam is the spirit of the Warforge. There is no authentic spirit themselves. Now, Grimton, it is true that many of these things you have implied or knew in your heart of hearts, but Morlinde, Ulrich, Alaris, you now see that these are true. The room after, as you uh, journey deeper into the this factory level, the post-assembly chamber is merely a quality control check, it seems. The Warforged are removed from their magnetic holding set on the ground, and according to the charts on the wall, are ostensibly alive at that point. You take the next cargo elevator. Wherever the innocent folks mm-hmm. are. No, one floor. Yeah. Minus two is where the insulin fodder is. Yes. Yep. Up two is the barracks. The elevator dings. The music stops. Uh, Steven, can you write some elevator music for this? It yes. wouldn't have to be very long. It's actually really easy. Like no, yeah. 15 seconds. That's loopable. Um, and uh, you, you enter, and there's a cell gate there. It is unguarded. The keys are presumably with its guard somewhere, but the guard is not here. Is it locked? It is locked. You know that somewhere in this keep is a large battle raging on with A squad breaking out C squad. Yep. Presumably, everybody is responding to that crisis. Is it magical? No. Then it's breakable. <laughs> it is mundane. <laughs> All right, you want to break it? going to try. Strength checks. Do it. Grimton, you step up to the plate. Might just roll in a hit. Yep. Yeah, uh, 28. I don't know what this thing <laughs> is. Uh, what tool are you using here? It's a sword. The radiant sword? Yeah. You bring this thing down and hammer it again and again until eventually the locked mechanism crumbles. It shatters and is no longer usable. The gate swings open. You find yourself in a uh, an antechamber of some sort. There's a second gate, also locked. Do you repeat it? I will attempt to, yeah. You swing again and again, eventually breaking the damn thing. There's another large room, presumably some sort of food hall, then what could be called barracks. These beds with gaunt dwarven figures are stacked five or six high in a short ceiling. It's not like going in or having a bunk as a child as uh, one of many siblings, uh, Ulrich, but it's much shorter. You can't sit up in mm-hmm. these. Right. You slip into them. These are, these are shelves for people. These are shelves for people. That is right. With a metal non-springed base. There is nothing comfortable here. Two chamber pots, maybe in each cell that has 30, 40, 50, you try to count and it's hard to count just how many near dead people, dwarves, lives are trapped here. You know, I suddenly don't feel so bad about killing anybody. Some of them have watched you come in stand at the gate, their their hands wrapped around the cell bars. 
you can see their ribs, their jaws are exposed. Every single person here is is certainly bearded, but not in the uh, the groomed, decorated, and braided sort that you might find walking the city streets of Hawarum or Delft Deep or Helbador. These are unkempt and shaggy. These people have not had any luxury, and who knows how long. But they are silent until one of them says, You're not a guard! Help us! That's the plan. We're gonna get you guys out of here. And Ulrich immediately goes to work doing everything they can to start getting these people... Oh. Start getting these people out. There is a series of levers um, that open each cell. Uh, They are protected by their own gate, where presumably somebody stands at attention the entire time, uh, barricaded themselves and to protect uh, themselves from uh, potentially revolutionary captives. Um, You're able to break in there and eventually hundreds of people are awaiting your instruction. Many are crying. Some are too weak to stand. All right, so I'm going to be at the back. At least a couple of you at the front, and we're just going to go as many as we can, each elevator ride to get them up to the teleporting room. I'll take the first group. Teleporting room. We're getting you guys out of here. Where? How? To safety? Uh, We can spend Uh, a long time explaining, or we can get you out of here. We follow you. Okay, let's go. No matter how long it takes, you get every single one of them down each cargo and then up each cargo elevator. Finally, bringing them one after another, a constant stream of these prisoners into the teleportation circle deep within the stores. And they're brought to safety. Somewhere up on a mountain, uh, unseen by you now, is a crowded bivouac with more and more potential red capes and most importantly dwarven souls saved from capture Grinton is delighted Yessie is thinking about the logistical nightmare of like keeping all these people alive yeah yeah should one of should somebody be there with them like isn't the then they just someone probably should but it's just gonna be like Lord of the Flies up there for a second until we get this figured out. I mean, we've we've planted our charge. We've gotten them out. That's our quest. All we need to do. Well, we need to make sure our friends are. A squad has the rest. Yeah. I don't want to set this off without knowing that A squad is good. Do we want to go down a level and make sure everyone's okay? Yeah. I, I assume that we've sent all of them on our way, and we're now at the storerooms, and we're having a conversation. Yeah. Right. Because it's a one-way yes. teleportation circle. Right. All right, the way I see it, there are one, two, or even zero things that we should be doing here. One, we could just go back and make sure that we get out and that we can start looking after these um, and what used to be insulting fodder and trying to get them more organized like that. Uh, Mm -hmm. Two, we are currently in the storehouses. I don't know if we can, but if we could, I assume that there is a lot of food and things here if we want to try to send barrels back through the teleportation circle. That is a way to alleviate the food concerns for at least a little while while we um, procure more funds and goods. So that is something we could do. And C, um, especially if it's going to go to waste by being blown up. And also, we could go down a level and make sure everyone is doing a uh, barracks area and help with them finishing their part of the plan since we have finished our part of the plan two of those jobs can be done at the same time can we can be getting food and stuff in there while 
two of us go check out a squad right let's not divvy up the work and get as much food as we can here through the portal and then i'll go check on a squad let's do it first you need a trial run you know that you can't touch your your own body into this teleportation circle lest lest you be whisked away yeah um so you begin like rolling barrels in and Mm -hmm. it it works you know like you um you you throw in uh a a crate full of hardtack and uh you begin finding other things that you can ship out there arms armaments uh food what else i mean we'll just start trying to clear out as many of the storms as we can in a reasonable amount of time lots of ale bing what that was the elevator yeah that was the elevator i'd like to go investigate the elevator It's time to roll for some fates. Good. Oh. Yeah. I knew this was coming. All right. So we got Callie, Gramley. We got Herrick. Kristen. Maybe Echo. Echo. Uh, Marge. Allreal. We got Takis. Takis is what I'm missing. All right. On our list of souls. Yes. One to eight. Dead. 9 to 14, alive and unharmed. And unharmed? And unharmed. 15 to 20. Maimed. Maimed. Let's see who comes up the elevator. Callie. Roll a 14. It's alive and well. Ooh. Gramley. 11. Alive and well. Herrick. A 19. Dang it. Wounded. Yesy, what severe injury does Herrick have? I... He has a... I'm assuming a slashing wound coming from like the top of his forehead down to his cheek and um, the skin like between his eye socket and nose is like hanging from his face and you see like just an empty if you have the stomach to look for more than a a passing glance see an empty eye socket and just uh, part of his cheekbone like hanging to flesh wow um Briston rolled a nat 20, which is maimed. Briston is maimed. Steven. I I don't know. His arm is in a rough splint. You get the impression, at least, that it's broken or something like that. Uh, But there are definitely a couple of arrows just, like, sticking out of his leg. So, like, that leg is not in immediate danger. Like, he's not about to, like, bleed out or anything. But, like... It could be anything from he'll have a limp to that'll get amputated at some point. Mm. So he's not, he's like hobbling. All real. Rolled a six. <sighs> Damn. All real is. Fuck. That one really there. sucks. Yeah. That. Um, Takis rolled a two. God damn it. Takis. C-Squad's taking a hit. Oh. Mm. Yes, that makes sense. Marge rolled a 20. She is maimed. C-Squad's taking a hit does actually make a lot of sense because they were a little bit captured. Sarah. Mm-hmm. What is Marge's wound? Marge has a, um, a wrapping, uh, a, a bandage around her abdomen that is as as clearly it's done with whatever they had around. It's made of like clothes and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And there is a little blood soaking through it in the yeah, belly area. It is actively bleeding, but they couldn't leave her to wait. But she can walk. She can walk. 
for now. Until the adrenaline wears off. There's somebody else. Somebody that none of you recognize. Their hair is black. Uh, their skin is brown. Their eyes are monolidded. This is a, a human that, Grimton, you almost recognize. It reminds you of the person that really set all this in motion. Uh, somebody from the West, somebody from Zadal, who um, confronted you at the bar about the uh, kingdom of her dearth and the Warforged taking everything from him. Huh. This looks, in the deepest ranks of your memory, five years ago in person, looks like somebody you knew as Sewell, S-O-O-L. But it is not that same person. This is a younger version. His eyes are flaming, his hair messy, his features gaunt. The, the rags that he wears on his uh, top and bottom are scorched by flame at their cuffs. Finally, Grimton, somebody you definitely recognize. Echo Ormain is maimed. Zach, what is Echo's damage? Echo has just the the wear of being interrogated and tortured for however long it's been. Probably nothing necessarily fresh from this battle, but probably wearing a very tattered outfit. You can probably see like yeah. whip scars. You can see the um, shackle marks on his arms. On his cuffs. Like, yeah. yeah, from cuffs. Like he looks like um, he's very thin. What you would expect someone who's been tortured for quite a while to, to look like. Basically, that's that's the maiming for, for Echo. There is a darkness about him. Something absolutely sinister is inside of him now, it seems. Like, you can tell also by his demeanor that, like, he never, he never broke once, you know? He bravely stood in the face of a kingdom that wanted all from him. We are going to hard cut to everybody at the bivouac. You are surrounded by throngs of these poor souls who are tearing into the barrels that you have uh, pushed into the teleportation uh, circle. They have ripped open them and are finding anything that they can to eat. They are shivering in the frigid wind uh, of a rocky crag in the cloud-capped peaks. Marge comes up to you, to Alaris. She's holding her side. Uh, still, she's got fresh bandage on her abdomen. Nexby has, has landed the skiff. She comes up. It says, is it rigged? Yeah. And you well, found the remote. We did. Well. Well, uh, let's do that, I guess. Let's do it. Where, where do you want to be for this, actually? I definitely want to yeah. see this. Yeah, I'd like to yeah. watch. We'll probably be on the crest over. Yeah, where we can look down. Uh, we set it off the detonator. You press the button. The explosion of Maldo Keep happens almost instantaneously. There's a very, very brief whistle followed immediately by a cacophonous bang that rips through the valley, echoing across the mountains. You shut your eyes and reflex and duck to shield yourself. You hear the rolling thunder of avalanches of rock and snow tumbling down mountainsides. 
as you chose not to be protected by the cave. I'm gonna roll some damage. <laughs> yeah. Take it. Fire damage ends up being 14 total fire damage from the steam as the heat of, the, of it rips across your body. Some of those around you who have chosen to watch fall. And when you look again, where Maldo Keep was once, it is gone. All of it. Stone vaporized in the explosion, turned to dust in the wind. Steam is rushing into the cusp with a great force from a tremendous hole. It roars with power. Only a boiler connected directly to the plane below could sustain that pressure for anything more than an instant. Through the heat and water, you see the vent from which the elemental steam escapes. A fissure a hundred yards wide stretches through the valley of Kala from east to west. Every life left in that valley has almost certainly been killed. You may stop your recording. I guess what I'm wondering is, how does how do your characters know this? When did your characters look at this map? Didn't we go over this in the when last? We, when, when we, we were, were deciding the, the plan, the last recording. Mm. Remember, uh, yeah, okay. Callie drew it sure. on the in the dirt. Oh yeah, that's right. Also, Sarah, I'm impressed. I know remembering yeah. sh things <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> because she thinks. Because remember, we were like, oh, we need a more detailed map, and then she. She's oh, yeah. like, fine, I'll draw a more detailed map. That's right. Okay, so. But um, if you want us to yeah. explore and explain things and then just talk, that's fine. Yeah. I would like you to explore and explain things just because it makes more sense. You might have, like, the hard knowledge of it. Yeah, yeah. but. Of, of where things are, but, like, to, to really get a feel for yeah. what's where. All right. Yes. Um, I also have some bad news. Um, what? Bad news. Person? I feel Kinda like bad news. Hold on, uh, hold on. As Zach or as Alaris? As Alaris. Okay, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was expecting a the audio didn't save drop or something. <laughs> no, <know>? as Alaris. <laughs> I'm gonna pull a Jesus of Nazareth here and just kind of go ham. Flip some tables. Yeah. Yeah. Flip those. How dare you desecrate the sacred space? <laughs> At that moment, the elevator, ding. Jesus. Uh, There's nobody there. Okay. You at, at some point in the conversation, I'm pretending that one of you had pressed the button. Oh. Okay. Fair enough. And inside. <laughs> Six Warforged. We're so far off the plan right now. <laughs> just so everyone is aware. <laughs> no, you're not. You got it. You're fine. We are very off we the plan. We are extremely off the plane. We're on the opposite side of the entire construct. Like no. <laughs> no. So what if there wasn't a, uh, a boulette in my original idea for this <laughs> beep factory? 
I just like I've, I have these beans. I just and got I, I got them. these beans. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like I want I want to use them while I'm still Ulric because like if I'm not Ulric <laughs> I don't have those beans and I don't know how long this arc is or if I'm gonna die. So I wanted to use at least one. Put the beans to use. Armor class is 16. He's only wearing studded leather. Sexy. Anyone got any, like, healing spells or anything? <laughs> oh, you're not doing all right? Uh, I mean, I could use a healing spell. That'd be fine. Maybe we can check. Uh, I mean, this is like an armor, like yeah, an arsenal no, place uh, slash storehouse. I mean, I can do healing word real quick. Can we do, like, a cursory investigation check of this room? Absolutely. You, there will be healing... Potions. Oh, brilliant. Yep, to, uh, to give you hit dice that you can uh, use up. Um, go ahead and, How many? Zach, roll a d10. A d10. That's an eight. You find eight healing potions. Brilliant. Cool. Anyone else need some healing potions? I do. Yeah. I'll All take right, one. Here's take two one. for everyone. Two, two for everyone. All right. You can, ex you can expend that now to give you a hit dice each. See, sometimes going out of the way helps it's just hit dice <laughs> let's see let's see what wizards of the coast does if you want to contest it you're welcome to it's uh 2d4 plus two well so what'll give you more hit die yeah i'll take my hit die. all right so do that then probably a hit die for almost everyone but me <laughs> my hit die is a d6 so what i'm hearing is make all the characters we like the best yay, yay. Yes. yeah <laughs>